Welcome to the Idea Climbing Podcast. In this episode, my guest, Brittany Anderson, and I focus on possibility. More directly, how to overcome negative influences and chase your dreams, no matter how crazy they might seem to other people. Brittany is an author, speaker, entrepreneur, podcast host, mom of three, wife to one, and friend to many. As the president and shareholder of a top-ranked financial services firm, she has taken her business building and team engaging insights and has worked with CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners, and authors alike. We'll discuss topics such as how to stop the negative self-talk dead in its tracks by focusing on three components of self-awareness, why surrounding yourself with the wrong people will hold you back in life, the importance of having aspirations, and more golden nuggets of advice. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you for being here, Brittany. I appreciate you making the time. You are so welcome. I am really excited to be here today. And I'd love to just jump right in. On our last conversation, you mentioned the dream architect movement as the big idea that you're really involved with right now. What's the story there? Yeah, so I'll give a little background just to get things kicked off. This all began, it was about 10 years ago, actually, where the founder of the company that I'm now a partner in, uh, his name's Brian Sweet, he had this whole idea of, you know, we've been managing people's money. We've been helping them to accumulate and then distribute wealth. But really the foundation of it is, is you want people to decide what it is they want to do with their life, not just with their money, but what do they want to accomplish? What are their aspirations? What are the things that they've been told through their whole entire life is that's too big of an idea. That's not possible. That's, you know, people are, are kind of poo-pooing it per se. So the whole notion of it is, is to really bring people through a process to help them realize possibility to not only say, okay, well, this is how we can help you with your, your money, your finances, your wealth plan. That's all fine and good. It's really evolved into helping people do more with the time that they have and accomplish the things that they have set out to accomplish. So that's really the foundation of where the dream architect was built and where we saw a gap in the marketplace, honestly, with helping people retire to something versus just from something. So that's really the foundation of where it came from. And aside, obviously, from a profession, why is that important to you? Because to invest time in creating a movement, not a sales process or another sales funnel, if you want to go that route, why is it so important to you? You know, that's such a great question. It, it really started out as we were kind of formulating what this looked like. It started out as a simple four-step process. It's how we helped people through the business. But as we took a step back, you know, for myself, I grew up with a single mom. Uh, she gave it her all to raise my brother and I, and looking back and reflecting, I mean, I saw periods of time where she was crying over her checkbook. Like she literally did not know how she was going to pay both the mortgage and put food on the table some months. So when you, when you look at situations like that, and, and, you know, I mentioned the founder, he grew up with a single mom and his dad wasn't in the picture at all. Well, he could have kind of gone one direction and said, you know, oh, well, life happens to me. And, you know, I have every excuse under the sun to not, you know, grow up and contribute and, and, and make massive impact. But instead he chose a different path and chose a, diff a different direction. And that's what I did as well. So as we look back and you reflect on the things that have happened in your life, what, what our whole goal is, is to say, it doesn't matter where you came from. 
It doesn't matter what's happened to you in your life. What matters is what you set your eyes on in the future. And what matters is the pursuit of all that's possible and really relinquishing anything, especially when it comes to your mindset that might hold you back from accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish. So looking at the importance, there is nothing more fulfilling than having a conversation with somebody and inspiring them to pursue something that they didn't think they were going to be able to accomplish. That's really where it comes from. Cause it doesn't matter where you came from. What it matters is what you put your heart, your mind and your intentions to. So where does that start? And maybe where it started for you. I mean, you go from a childhood like that to what you're doing now, which is amazing. If someone's listening, like, well, I, I'd like to do that. Where do I start? What would you tell mm. them? You know, it, it really starts with value alignment. It, it goes to the core of deciding who you are and what you see as most important in your life. So that's the beauty, I think, of entrepreneurship in general, is when you look at the, the impact that people make and what you might want to make for your future, it really has to go to the foundation and the core. You know, I think sometimes people chase the proverbial dollar, especially when you're creating something new and you're bringing it to market and you're really excited about what it might do for people chasing the dollar is not going to get you as far as chasing what, I, I don't know how else to say this, but what sets your soul on fire. So, if, you know, when we look at the dream architect and what it started as, and Brian and I working on this collaboratively then together through the last few years and really building this out, it's all back to the foundation of helping people experience things that they may not even understand, know is possible and completely releasing any negative self-talk, negative preconceived notions, and being able to lean into possibility. That's something that's personal to me. That's one of my faults, if you will. Yeah. Maybe a different word or a better word, but the self-talk and I'll catch it now, which is really good. I used to not catch it and wonder why I just blew through a week in a bad mood. I catch it now, but it took a while to learn that. How do you catch it, stop it just to get started? Because mm -hmm. I know it's not like, oh, I'm just going to be positive and poof, you're positive. I'm going to start a business, poof, you're rich. It starts somewhere. How do you start to block the negative self-talk? Yeah, you bring up such a great, great point, Mark. I think it starts with that self-awareness. And, and it sounds so simple, like how you just said, you know, I, you know, I would go through a week and I would be in a bad mood and then I'd be like, well, what, what just happened? But I think it's, it's looking for those triggering moments, you know, for me in particular, I specifically look for, okay, if I'm in kind of a sucky mood, if I am down and out, what has caused that? What is it that, that has caused me to kind of spiral down or go into, um, Dan Sullivan, he's the founder creator of the strategic coach talks mm -hmm. about this whole concept of the gap in the game. So when you're in the gap, you're looking at how far you have to go. You're looking at uh, how far other people have gone that you're maybe getting into the comparison game with. So for me, I'm constantly putting myself in check to say, am I allowing an outside influence to, to impact me in a negative capacity? Or am I just owning my life, charging towards what my goal is, what my vision is for the future and kind of shutting out all the negatives. And it's not to say, I mean, Mark, you, you bring up a great point. Like I I've been like jokingly, people have been like, are you ever negative? Like you're always so positive. Like it's all roses and sunshine. And it's like, no, life <laughs> is not all roses and sunshine. Like things are not always wonderful and fantastic, but it's how you choose to set your mindset. And it's how you choose to pursue things and look at things that completely reframes your life. And I'll, I'll just say this and, and I'll stop. But, you know, if you think about it, think about the times that you were in a really bad mood 
or you've allowed someone or something to make you spiral down that negative path. Like think about internally how that feels like it, it's not a good feeling, right? Mm -mm. Like you can get down and out. It can make it hard to even carry on with your day. It starts to affect your loved ones. It can affect your team because what you're putting out into the world is what people are absorbing from you. So for me, I choose every day, whether I feel like it or not, I'm going to show up and I'm going to give you my best because if I don't do that, I'm actually doing myself a disservice because then I'm going to go into that spiral. Whereas if I show up and I give it my all, I give you my full intention, my full energy, my full everything, then I know that I am working on the things and focusing on the things that I can control. And that's my attitude, my energy, and my effort. Well, by controlling those, and I'm in a Bob, a Bob Proctor course right now. And one of the things mm. I say is act as if, because at first mm. you're, it's not going to be instant happiness, but through repetition, you're going to suddenly be a little happier, a little happier, a little happier. Has that, has that been your experience or what does that look like for you as far as what you're saying to yourself? And what, do you act as if, or do you just find a way to snap out of it? Yeah, I act as if. I think that's great advice. I haven't heard that frame before, that phrase before. Uh, but, you know, it, it is, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I think about it this way. If, if you're thinking about your future and you're thinking about the life that you want, the things that you want to accomplish, how you want to show up for the people that matter most to you. I think it's, it's a great practice to act like you're already there. And it's this whole adage too. I mean, I have this, this, this mantra that I live by and it's, I want to every single year, I want to essentially be embarrassed by who I was the year before. And, and I think that mindset and that thought process, it kind of forces you to think into the future, to lean in the future and always be focused on the person you are, no, you know, that you are capable of being, it, it all starts with mindset, right? It's, it's, it, and I, I got to say this part too, a massive contributor is who you surround yourself with, because if you are around people who tend to be negative who tend to be doubt doubters, who tend to, you know, focus on the bad. They're maybe uh, fixed with the news and all the bad stuff that's going on there. That's draining. And you take that on. If you choose to put yourself around people that are so positive that you don't feel like anything can really throw them off course, you're naturally going to step up and step into that as well. So I think who you put yourself around is a massive contributor. Oh, definitely. I know it's a difference having conversations with a good mentor as opposed to being careful, letting a friend lean on me a little bit, but yeah. not take me down with them and drag me into the, into the hole. Amen. Amen. And when we were talking about mindset before, you mentioned stories about moments of impact. Could you speak more to that? Yeah. You know, it, there's so many, there's so many amazing things that can happen. And I go back to this core word of possibility. So when you think about a moment of impact or times in people's lives where things have shifted. So I think back actually, and I'll just share, I'll share this story in particular. So in the early stages of building out the dream architect as a concept, right? We're, we're looking at this saying, what does this mean? How is this going to impact people? You know, what can we do to really influence? So we, we ran a few of our clients at the time through kind of a test concept, test workshops to have them say, okay, 
we know what you're retired from. Uh, we also know that you need to create a path and we want to help you create a path of what it is you want to accomplish. So I think about this one instance in particular where they mapped out a foundation they wanted to create, certain places that they wanted to travel, uh, really shifted their mindset away from what they've always known and been comfortable with to a mindset of possibility and future growth. So what we did is we ended up creating this dream board. It was just totally on a whim. We're like, let's do this. Let's give them something physical, tangible that they can see what it is that they've committed to. So no joke, these people ended up traveling with their dream board. Like it was probably a little bit bigger than a standard size piece of paper, but they would stop in all the things that they committed to and take pictures of it of themselves holding their dream board in the places that they've said that they wanted to either visit, um, different family things they wanted to accomplish. And, and, and this is where I'm backing into this moment of impact. So uh, we experienced this over a couple of years and it was so fun, so fulfilling to see what they were doing and how it made a lasting impression. And uh, after some time, the wife got really sick and she could not travel anymore. She couldn't uh, write. One of the things she had wanted to do was write a book. And she thankfully had gotten a lot of that out of her system uh, before she wasn't able to anymore. So uh, honestly, with, with her health turning for the worse and them not being able to do all the things that they were doing or leaning into, it was like that, that complete gut check of, oh my gosh, like this really makes a difference. And just mm -hmm. helping people see possibility and pursue the things that they didn't think that they could they would have never done any of that. And then it would have been too late because she wasn't physically capable. So it's those moments that just kind of catch you off guard that you go, wow, like what we're building actually makes a difference. And we're helping people do things before they're not able to, I'm, I'm, I will live with that to my grave. And I'll never forget that, that moment because it was so powerful. Well, with the moments, and then it sounds like it's also focusing on what matters. Yeah. Do you think people, well, with your experience, do people know what matters, but they're scared to do it? Or do you think it's more of a, I don't even know what matters because I haven't thought about it? Both. You know, one of the biggest deer in the headlights, when you really sit people down and start talking about, you know, you ask the question of what do you want to do with your future? People are like, it's like asking a kid that's coming out of high school, what they want to go to college for. They're like, mm, parties yeah, and fun, <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. I know my friends are going there, so it's going to be a good time. It's kind of the same when you hit every point of massive transition. So if you're listening to this and you're an entrepreneur, or maybe you've, you know, you've sold your business and you have this kind of next step in your life, or maybe you've worked diligently over the years, and now you're making this decision to make a massive change and go into whatever your definition of retirement is. Those transition moments are extremely difficult to navigate without some clear path to help you make decisions. So I would say that's dead on that people have a really hard time deciding what it is they want. And then they have a hard time too, because of either it's negative self-talk or naysayers throughout the years or whatever that looks like of really committing to something or saying it out loud. Because once you put it out loud and once you put it out into the universe, there's no taking it back. So mm -hmm. there's definitely a combination of both of those. And how do you, how do you help people along with that? Or how can they help themselves along with that if they're listening? Yeah. So, you know, one of the biggest things is having a buddy system in general, you know, some sort of strategic partner. And that's one thing that, that we've found, especially within our business is we're able to take a non-biased approach. 
like while we want you to pursue everything that, that sets your soul on fire and every possibility that you put out into the world, ultimately it's going to be you that's impacted. So finding some sort of non-biased kind of third party to help you navigate this. Um, also we put a ton of just free workshop tools or tools to kind of get you thinking right on our website. Um, mysweetfinancial.com. You can go there and there's a plethora of completely free tools that'll help you. Okay. How do you establish your values? How, when you talk about mindset, what does that mean in relation to your wealth and your money and your future and your dreams and tying all these things together? So there is definitely resources out there. I I'll go back to how we started this conversation. It's ultimately value alignment. You got to decide what's important. And, and I give this, this whole analogy is, you know, if you have the person who has worked their entire life and accumulated a ton of wealth, and that's been their whole focus, they've traveled, they've been disconnected from their family because they've been in this pursuit of success or what they think is success. Then they get to this next transitional period of time and realize that actually their family is who and what they wanted to have as their core center value. That's a lot mm -hmm. of ground and a lot of time to make up for if you haven't established that early on. So simplistic way to put it is just making sure that your value alignment is there. And it sounds like it's personal and professional and people can get stuck with, oh, I have my professional. And like you just said, and there's so many stories of the entrepreneurs that are whatever you consider to have a lot of money, whatever that number is that have let their marriage or their family go by the wayside because everything, yeah. a goal is a business goal and action is a business action. How can you prevent that? Is it just simply staying grounded and keeping in touch with those people? Or how do you not fall into that trap? Yes, that is such a brilliant question. Um, you know, one of the things I would say is it's, it's helped in the early stages. And I think about this, like I, I'm a mom of three little ones and I'm a wife and I am an entrepreneur and an author and all of these great titles that people put on themselves. The one, the way that I look at it is you have to get comfortable with a healthy imbalance. You know, I call it the juggle struggle. It's, it's looking at, you know, there's going to be times and moments in your life where you have a project or you have this new initiative, or you have this, some aspect of your business that you've got to go all in with full intentions you have to be there and you have to put a lot of time to it. There's also going to be times where you have to be completely family focused and you've got your kid who has some sport that they're excelling at, or, you know, something happens in your family and you have to take care of a parent or a sister or a brother or whatever that looks like for you. The, the way to stay centered on that is to not let the side of the teeter totter. One of them stay up too much more than the other right? It's understanding yeah. that you're going to have those times. It's not realistic to think of, I don't believe in work-life balance because it should all tie into one, right? There, there is no, I don't think there's a perfect solution for anybody. It's just making sure that teeter-totter doesn't stay on one side more often than the other. Well, I mean, we've covered a lot of ground in a short period of time. In closing, if someone's listening and they're thinking, you know, I like a lot of what you said, yeah. but I, I'm busy, whatever they're going to say, I'm busy. I can start with one thing. What would you tell them, whether it's reinforcing something you've said or touching on something that you haven't said yet? What would you say if you're like, if you're going to do nothing else, get started here? Mm. You know, if, if you're going to take away one golden nugget, I would do some form of value exercise, not the whole thing of, you know, writing a bunch of words on a board and just choosing the ones that, that stick out to you the most, 
but really getting clear on the few core things that are like non-negotiables in your life, deciding the things that, you know, if, if all else fell away, if, if you couldn't reach whatever level of success you've defined in your business, or you couldn't find that perfect mate in life or, you know, whatever that looks like to you get down to those core, um, core values, a great resource for this is the book essentialism. Uh, that was one that was a gut punch for me to really figure out and peel away the layers to say, okay, I have to get to the core of what really matters and focus on the things that are going to give the biggest impact. So that's a great resource, great book. Um, one that I've recommended million times over it changed my life and the way that I think about things. And I know it's impacted others in a similar way. Thank you so much. And again, if people want to get in touch with you, what, where's the best place to find you online? Yes. So you can go to sweetfinancial.com. Um, also, I, I always answer emails, Brittany at sweetfinancial.com. If anybody has questions or, or anything that I can help shed insight on or, or be helpful to in general. Excellent. Thanks again. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I also hope that you'll subscribe to the Idea Climbing podcast and rate us on iTunes. Visit ideaclimbing.com to learn more about idea climbing and hear more episodes about mentoring, marketing, and big ideas.